This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Okay, let's go back a couple of years uh, when the Conservatives were still in power. Now, they brought in a law that would have allowed them to uh, strip the citizenship of uh, any dual citizen convicted of terrorism, treason, or espionage. Now, the Liberals argued against this, and infamously, during a leadership debate, uh, Justin Trudeau said, a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. Well, okay, but here's the problem. Fast forward to today. It doesn't appear as though the Liberals are living by that principle. There was a story, in fact, that came out uh, in the fall. This is uh, October 16th, and CBC reports that the Trudeau government used powers granted by the Harper government's controversial citizenship law to make 184 revocation decisions without legal hearings between November 2015 and the end of August 2016. About 90% of the decisions resulted in negative finding and the loss of a person's citizenship. The numbers show the Trudeau government has used the law far more aggressively than the Harper government itself. Well, isn't that interesting? We have the news this week as well. For the fourth time, the federal government has stripped Helmut Oberlander of his Canadian citizenship. Uh, This was someone uh, who served with the uh, Nazis in World War II. He's now 93 years old, lives in Waterloo, Ontario. Served in uh, a unit which has been described as a group of mobile killing squads that targeted Jewish people in the former Soviet Union. So we're going to take away his citizenship. And there are other uh, other examples of this. So it certainly shows, I think, maybe some hypocrisy on the Liberals' part, but it raises some interesting questions, too, in a broader sense. When is it legitimate to revoke somebody's citizenship? And then what do we do with them? Now, joining us for some thoughts is uh, Graham Gordon. He's a freelance journalist, writes at uh, his website, ravingcanuck.com, and has a piece of the National Post this week, nationalpost.com, exploring this very issue. Graham, thanks for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on, Rob. All right. Well, I mean, how would you define the Liberal government's position on this? Um, it's hard to tell, right? Uh, it depends on, uh, what kind of crimes they're committing, right? Uh, if you look at, uh, the new bill C6 that they just passed in June, uh, like you're saying, terrorists now, uh, get to keep their citizenship, right? But, uh, and then when it comes to, um, people who, sorry, uh, for people who uh, commit uh, citizenship fraud, unless it's Miriam on uh they they, uh, they can lose are mostly yeah, yeah they're mostly getting revoked now right so well and I mean the government even made that point at the time they were arguing against the conservative law I think people understand that if you you lie about I guess who you are. I mean, you lie to get citizenship that it can be taken away from you. But I mean, you can make the same argument about a terrorist who's clearly lying about his hateful and violent ideology that he harbors, for example. Yeah, especially if they become a citizen, right? And they're uh, swearing an oath, right, to the queen to be loyal. And then uh, they clearly are, right? uh, Look at the Toronto 18 ringleader, he's uh, retroactively been given his uh, citizenship back now. I, I don't know why he should, he, he should be. He was planning to decapitate the last uh, prime minister's head off. So <laughs> seems a bit uh, hypocr- hypocritical 
Yeah, it really is. And I mean, you, you write in your piece and you give some examples where, uh, you know, the government has taken away citizenship. But you say that Canadian authorities are currently fighting to revoke the citizenship of Jorge Orantes, a man who's believed to have played a horrific role in the 1982 Guatemalan military's massacre of its citizens. We mentioned this this Oberlander guy, and they're going to try to revoke his citizenship again. Uh, so this is more about, you know, people's actions, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then you also have other cases. Uh, I've been meaning to actually look into those hundred and so cases uh, that the liberals have been aggressively going after uh, in re- revocation. Uh, but yeah, uh, you have minor, uh, much more minor cases, or in some cases similar to Maria Monseth, where the parents uh, wrote some false information sometimes quite trivial and these people may have their citizenships revoked too so there seems to be quite a discrepancy in who they're revoking citizenships from and who they're allowing to keep them right so right i mean i just saw a stark hypocrisy that no one was really touching on yeah it is pretty obvious i think once you take a look at it i mean maybe we should be relieved that the liberals are still willing to revoke citizenship from individuals where necessary i think most people believe that i mean it should happen in certain cases citizenship fraud is obviously a serious offense right in most cases but uh some of these more minor cases like i don't think Miriam monseth necessarily should have her citizenship revoked for something that her mother did many years ago right so And like you were saying, a lot of these people weren't getting hearings. I think that uh, there's in the new legislation, uh, or they're they're planning to pass some legislation. I'm not sure which it is, but they're planning to give people at least hearings now. But uh, for the last year, at least, some of these people they're they're getting their citizenship revoked without even having a hearing, too, right? So. I wonder how much of this, too, was, was partisan. When you go back to the last election, that maybe they saw this as an opportunity to try to bash the Harper government as, you know, being uh, being too harsh or being somehow at odds with, with the rights of individuals. They, they maybe just saw this as an excuse to try to, to beat them over the head, and otherwise maybe they would have supported this. I, I believe that may be the case. I think it's the same with uh, the Cotter settlement, too. And also uh, I've been hearing rumors uh, from some sources that I have at the Immigration Refugee Board that the government's also planning to give amnesty to over 100,000 outstanding refugee and immigration cases, too. So I think that may be the case because they know that uh, conservatives uh, like to have, like, law and order, right? So they would be, they would kind of obsess over these, these issues, right, when I think they're betting on the average Canadian, although some polling, like with Cotter, right, would say that the majority of Canadians agree with the Conservatives. I don't think it's like a make-or-break issue for a lot of Canadians, perhaps. So I think, yeah, I think they may be uh, politicizing it. Yeah, really interesting. Well, again, now you people can find your piece. It's up at nationalpost.com and more at uh, ravingcanuck.com. Graham, thanks for making some time for us. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right, take care. Uh, Graham Gordon, freelance journalist, ravingcanuck.com, his piece at um, nationalpost.com. There's a, a double standard here, as he says, a double standard that cannot logically be explained. I'm not, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure what to make of this. And by all means, I think at, at a certain point, uh, it, it is reasonable to revoke somebody's citizenship.
So the notion that a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian doesn't apply across the board under this government. So what do you make of this? 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Welcome back. 403-974-8255. The idea of revoking citizenship. If someone is uh, a dual citizen, or if someone even came here and uh, became a full-blown Canadian citizen and, and renounced whatever citizenship they previously had, can we revoke that citizenship from them? Can we send them back to whatever country they might have come from? I mean, you do have sometimes people who are dual citizens who are born and raised in this country. Then what do you do with them? But under what circumstances is it reasonable to revoke somebody's citizenship? So you get the liberals who say during the election campaign, we shouldn't. That if you're a citizen, you're a citizen. A citizen is a citizen is a citizen. A Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. Except for these hundreds of people we decided no longer get to be Canadian and we're going to revoke their citizenship. It's weird to me. Now, let's see what you think. Uh, Herman, good afternoon. Hi, Rob. I was born and raised here in Calgary. I'm a Canadian citizen by birth. Also happen to be a German citizen due to my father's nationality, oh, yeah. which could be revoked by them. But my question is, you know, can Canada turn around and revoke my citizenship? Can Should Canada be able, if Canada is in a position where they're saying we're going to revoke other people's citizenships, we should be able to then turn around and say, well, you know what? We're going to expunge you from the country. You're now a man without citizenship. You're, not a, you're now outside of our system. We don't want you anymore. Do we have the right to do that? Uh, I, I don't know if we would, and, and I think, you know, it's possible that some of that might be tested in court. If you're going to make someone basically a, a citizenless, you know, countryless individual, <laughs> they're, they're, they don't belong to any country and they just need to live in, in a barge at sea or something. I don't know. I don't know if we can do that. Well, this talks of the screening process. I mean, what are we doing about the screening process? Um, because at some point, whoever applies for Canadian citizenship, once it's, once it's reviewed and granted, um, it should be considered... Uh, I'm going to say um, a marriage of sorts where it's for better or for worse. Yeah, that's a good point, Herman. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's see what uh, Marcel has to say. Marcel, welcome to the program. Uh, good afternoon, Rob. Yes, sir. I was reading the article on the National Post, and I'm in the process of writing a blog on this. But there's my question. Since the Liberal government says there's a, a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian, do we have such a thing as a half-Canadian? Because I don't believe in dual citizenship. When I came here in 78, I revoked my British citizenship and became a Canadian. This is part of a problem that we have, revocation, dual citizenship. It's part of a whole series of problems. Let's take what's going to happen with the number of refugees that have come here. When they are going to be given a Canadian citizenship, if they apply for it, are they going to have dual citizenship? Because some years ago, I remember quite rightly, a number of so-called refugees went back to Lebanon. And then, when the war broke out, Canadians had to spend millions of dollars to repatriate them because they are Canadians. So the issue of citizenship becomes a much bigger issue. And especially when you have terrorism, and the terrorist is a Canadian, so now you can't do anything about it because he was either born here. But if he takes an application and becomes a Canadian citizen, where do we send him back if we have to? 
Well, yeah, I mean, the, the other side of it is that we can, we can lock people up for the heinous crimes that they've committed, right? Yep. And if you're guilty of treason or espionage or even terrorism, maybe that's something that you should never get out of prison for. So regardless of what your citizenship is, it's a moot point if you're locked up for the rest of your life. Exactly. But what happens now when you have dual citizenship and you commit a crime abroad? And if you commit a crime abroad, one of the things uh, that the law says, you, your citizenship may be revoked. So what happens now? Because the liberals believe that a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian. Okay, but here's the question then. If, if, if there's no such thing as a dual citizenship, that if people are Canadian and Canadian only, then we can't really revoke their citizenship, can we? I agree. That's, that's the rhetorical question I'm asking. Because the Liberal Party has taken the position is a Canadian is a Canadian is a Canadian, meaning that they will never revoke anybody. So if you have dual citizenship, that means you're a Canadian, they still can say, I can't revoke it. Oh, but they've revoked hundreds of people's citizenship. Oh. That's the weird thing about it. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm talking about, the yeah. hypocrisy yeah. of the Liberal Party. And that's why I'm making the arguments that I'm making, because it's purely political and hypocritical for gaining votes. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Because they will revoke some people and not revoke other people. They decide to do it without making it public, and they were the ones who criticized the Harper government for putting a law where they could revoke citizenship. It's purely hypocritical and political. And yeah. I wish Canadians would, would just wake up to this and start asking the real questions. Why are we doing this? And, and what are we going to do in the future? Yeah, those are relevant questions. Absolutely, Marcel. Thank you so much for the phone call. Uh, let's see what uh, Jeremy has to say. Jeremy, go ahead. Well, I'm a proud Canadian born and raised. As far as I'm concerned, if you immigrate to our beautiful country, you're lucky to be here and you should appreciate it, which I think a lot of them don't. If you commit terrorism, if you commit mass murder, and you're not, uh, and you're a Canadian citizen, and you weren't born here, why should you be allowed to still be a Canadian citizen? You go abroad and commit terrorism, why should you be a Canadian citizen? You don't deserve it, and it, you're lucky to have it. And these, some of these people don't appreciate it whatsoever, and I'm sick of it. Especially our passive left-wing liberal government that repealed that law, just disgusting. Okay, but would that apply to, you know, someone born and raised in Canada, whose parents were oh. born and raised in Canada, whose grandparents were born and raised in Canada? If you commit a heinous act, we're going to say you're no longer a Canadian and we're just going to, I don't know, do, I don't know what we do with you. Rob, if you weren't born here and you got, you got your citizenship, you should be, feel privileged. You're lucky to be here. And if you go and commit all terrorism, all that kind of crap, why should you be allowed to still be a Canadian citizen? We gave you citizenship. We welcomed you into our country. No, but I guess, I guess it gets back to the point, and, and maybe it's what Justin Trudeau was trying to say in his clumsy way, that there are no tiers of citizenship. That if you were born here and you're a citizen and someone else who wasn't born here is a citizen, you're still equally a citizen. Uh, you know, and I, it's, yeah, you know what, in some ways, Rob, I agree with you, but in some ways, you know what, we just, uh, I don't know, we're just too passive these days. We don't take a stand and defend ourselves, I, I feel. Well, and, no, I'm not sure know, about like, that. You know, Rob, we don't need to we don't need to import crime. We got plenty of that already. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I agree with that, Jeremy. Appreciate the phone call, right? And and look, somebody who's not a citizen who comes here as an immigrant to commit a crime, certainly deportation should be on the table, and often it is.
Absolutely. You came here. You wanted an opportunity here. We gave you an opportunity. You made a different choice. Well, okay, so what? There you go. See you later. You blew your chance. That's reasonable. Right? So with citizenship, it becomes a little more challenging. Because, again, if you're born and raised here and you're a citizen, we can't really revoke your citizenship. The whole premise, I guess, of revoking it from a dual citizen is that, well, now at least there's somewhere else we could send you, theoretically. But then if there's no such thing as dual citizenship, what do we do? Because I don't think you can do that as a country, can you? Just take away citizenship from someone. They no longer have citizenship in any country. Then where do they go? They're just trapped in purgatory, I guess. Let's see what Mark has to say. Mark, go ahead. Well, it's kind of a, first of all, I'm, I was born here. Um, and I, I don't think there is any difference between whether you were born here or whether you've applied for your citizen. Once you become a citizen of Canada, you are a citizen. But when you do an act of terrorism, it is a form of treason. And that used to be punishable by death. So... Well, it Maybe depends. What, what do you mean by terrorism, though? Well... Like, if, if you're... Let's say you're a, a neo-Nazi terrorist and you bomb a synagogue. Is that treason? I mean, that's terrorism. That's something that should get you locked up for the rest of your life. I don't know that I would classify that as treason, per se. But we don't even, we don't even do that. No, but like, I just mean... What, if you're talking about a plan to overthrow the government of Canada, that's clearly treason, as, it's, as it says in the criminal code. But I don't know that any act of terrorism, terrorism encompasses a lot of things. I, I'm just saying, I don't know that it's automatically treason. But what, let's, let's just hypothetically say that you join al-Qaeda or ISIS. Sure, that Canada's yeah. at war with. And, yeah, Over okay, sure. As government. Mm -hmm. As a Canadian citizen... We know that, like, we have a right to protest. We have a right to bring our opinions to light, you know. But we don't have we don't have a right to just go out and bear arms and go after somebody for any idiotic idea. Right. But let's say you, you send money to Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization that Canada considers a terrorist organization. You'd be violating the law. I wouldn't accuse someone of committing treason for sending money to Hamas. I'd call them a terrorist. And one of your callers had mentioned earlier uh, about, and, and I know you've been talking about it too, about how, you know, it, is it morally right to revoke somebody's citizenship if they've created, if, if they've um, done an act against the government or, or committed a crime against the government. But a lot of the callers are saying the same thing. They're saying, you know what, it's a privilege to live here in Canada. People that come over here, should feel that it is a privilege to live here because we live in the greatest country in the world. Um, so when you commit a crime like that against, you know, or, or an act of terrorism, why would it be such a big deal that you revoke your citizenship and say, you know what, apply for citizenship at the country that you want to be a part of then? You obviously don't want to be a part of the Canadian. Right. And yeah, I think, we, you know, we need to figure out where that line is. But that, that's entirely reasonable, Mark. Appreciate the phone call. Even the liberals realize you can revoke citizenship because they've revoked citizenship from hundreds of people since taking office. So it's just about, OK, well, where is that line? What are these offenses? Right. I don't think we'd revoke somebody's citizenship for too many speeding tickets. Right. So obviously we can think of some extreme examples, but maybe we can slowly inch toward where we think the line ought to be drawn. Anyway, quick break here. We're back with more right after this.
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.